from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Declan McBrearty of TrailerStuff.ie, business all-star accredited suppliers of trailer parts, accessories and towing equipment. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Declan. Declan, you're calling in from lovely Donegal from Killy Beggs, but you've got a company that's, you know, selling trailers, not just to people in the north or the northwest of Ireland, all over Ireland and further beyond. How did it all start? Take us on your journey. Well, I suppose, Celine, um, going back to the earlier days when we set up Trailer Stuff in 2013, uh, Trailer Stuff was a member of another company called KR Group. And um, we were we had customers coming to us with uh, we were servicing boats and boat engines and that sort of thing and customers coming to us with boats on trailers and they were struggling to get parts for trailers, so uh, we looked into trying to get parts to repair these trailers and we'd import a lot of them. So that that uh, that sparked the idea of setting up a trailer parts company, but not only just to have a trailer parts company to provide for ourselves in the northwest, but to to go online straight away and that's hence where the name came out of trailerstuff.ie. So it, it, it was born as a, as a web-based company, you know. Very good. So it's, it's really that you actually saw through your other, you know, endeavors, your other work, that there was a real niche or there was a need. You know, you were seeing customers that were coming to, you know, that were looking for trailers. You spotted a gap in the marketplace and straight away you brought a bricks and mortar type business online. You were probably one of the first to do that around Declan. Yeah, yeah, I think we were. We, like we had very little competition online when we started off first, and um, th- that that was a positive, but also a negative. I don't know if uh, if all our customers were ready for trailer parts online straight away, but uh, it, it did give us a bit of time to uh, develop the website and, and evolve. And I think we're on our third rendition of the website now, and um, I don't think any website has ever finished. You know, we're we're steady developing it, changing it, and then we actually have. Uh, a major new section, nearly complete, ready to add to the site, hopefully within the next three to four weeks. Good stuff. I look forward to seeing it. But it just goes mm. to show again for any of our listeners that are out there, you know, when you think of something, a big physical product like a trailer, it is so important to look at all different ways that you can reach your customer. What do you put your initial success down to, Declan? Was it the fact that you were online from the start or? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Well, that, that was part of it, yeah. But um, I mean, we had um, we had a very hardworking team, and, and we were very determined. And the, the team brought in bought into the plan, and we were dynamic. You know, we were fit to move with the times and trying to think ahead. And uh, again, as I said, trying to sell trailer parts online, trying to be fit to explain what the parts done and what they were for to people online, uh, and get p- people into that way of thinking. And um, we were lucky to have a really good team around us. You know that the yeah. and. and Sorry. And as a consumer myself, you know, from an online side, a picture speaks a thousand words. So it's great to see a picture. But you mentioned something very important there is that, you know, having the description right as well. I yeah. think that's something that really that is extremely helpful. Yeah, that, that's it. Like, and even to this day, you'll you'll get some customer contacting us via phone or email, you know, asking us a question about a part that we have online. And straight away, we'll jump on then and amend the description or add in that information that somebody asked because... 
like there's four of us there that'll that'll review products online, but we might not always think of the of the question that somebody else wants an answer to. So as soon as we think that out, we'll put it in there as well. It's always it's always helping us to do our job better. It just shows that you're con- constantly evolving as well, you know, and I think as the phrase goes, there's nothing constant but change. And I think this is a prime example of it. I'm very interested to hear you say, Declan, that you had a plan right from the start. Yeah. So, I mean, the plan was to be to be online right from the start. And uh, we, we wanted to surround ourselves with reputable brands, uh, strong names in the, in the market. And... It was the aim was to get our trailer parts website up and running, have the stock to support it, and then introduce uh, a trailer brand and trailer servicing then on site. So that uh, that's the way it has worked out, and it has it's grown ever since. We we secured Brain James dealership in 2014, and uh, it, it's been a it's been a very successful relationship up until this day. But and having those kind of brands and partnerships as well. They all to help to keep your profile maybe right there at the top, you know, in that premium side of things as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, I mean, uh, especially when you're selling online, like we, we want to have our customers to get it to get to get the parts right the first time and to be happy with the service. Um, so to have the premium quality parts, uh, you know, you can stand over when somebody does buy it, they're they're going to be satisfied. And tell us, they can look. You know, everything isn't always rosy. See, we're looking, I suppose, where you came from. You knew that there was a niche, there was a need there for your product and service. You were, uh, you know, real forward thinking. You got your good brand partnerships on board. You were online from the start. But I'm sure it wasn't all rosy. And I know one thing that I love to hear is about, you know, the hard times and how you overcame them or any obstacles that were in your way along the way, Dick. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Look at... We built um, we built a lovely website initially, and um, it looked really well. Uh, to us, it functioned really well. We'd spent an awful lot of money on it, but the sales weren't coming in, and we really had to test ourselves as to why was this happening? Was there a problem with the site? Were we not being found? And uh, there was a mixture of uh, not having to market it properly and the, the, just the general people out there not ready for parts online. But we kept at it and we kept working on it. We employed a digital marketing company that are st- still with us to this day. And um, they, they've really brought the website on leaps and bounds in. But like, I, I mean, initially in, in the earlier years, you know, it was all new to us too. So we, you were trying to find, you were finding new suppliers or finding the same product at a better price or trying to buy direct from the manufacturers. And a lot of the time that meant uh, you need a big buying power, big quantities. Uh, so. The earlier years was very sore on cash. And how did you get around that? Did you find there was good access to cash or to funds, you know, from your cash flow perspective or how did you? Yeah, look, we don't, we done a lot of budgeting. And as I said, we, we were, we were very honest with our suppliers from day one and we managed to negotiate good credit terms and so on. And uh, we done what we promised them we would do. And they helped us build our business really. And we're, we're grateful to them to this day. Um, we have suppliers from 2013 when we set up trailer stuff uh, that are still our same suppliers today. And isn't it uh, great to hear, isn't it great to hear as well? Cause I know there's a lot of people listening in and they might have, you know, find cash flow tighter. How do we get the money up front, you know, to invest in capital or in product or, you know, whatever that is. But you, you said that you had very open, honest conversations with your suppliers right from the start. And I think the lesson here is that having open lines of communication 
really does stand to you in terms of being with your suppliers or your customers or whatever along the way, Declan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like coming from my background in the KER group, which uh, I worked there for 20 years, and um, it was a, their leaders in, in marine uh, services, they had an awful lot of accounts, uh, credit accounts. So when we got into trailer stuff, initially straight away, we tried to have as little credit accounts as possible. So when parts were sold, they were paid for straight away. Um, and that, that, that was something that we had. It's something we had to do initially mm -hmm. to make sure that our, our money was returning as quickly as possible. Yeah, and that's very important. Is you know, as I heard somebody say one day, cash is king, but cash flow is emperor. And yeah. having those tight credit terms, and possibly you know, um, as a retailer, somebody involved in the retail trade, having tighter you know terms for your for your own customers than what you're receiving from your suppliers is is what helps you with regard to your own cash flow but understanding that as well i think is key Declan. yeah but look also communicating and like if that's your terms your business and you communicate that with your customers and then nobody should feel bad about it you know that's that's how you do business that's how you do business and uh it's not that you're not trusting your customers anything it's just it's a makeup of the business and it's something that we had to do initially to set ourselves up so Declan, just to, to share with our listeners today before we wrap up, since starting up in 2013, right up to date, right? What would be maybe the top three tips that you could leave our listeners with from your experience in business over the last, you know, si since then? Um, well, I suppose, um, you know, when you, when you have a vision for your business and you believe in that vision, you have to really believe in it. Um, when you when you do believe in your vision and you set out your roadmap, you need to stay on that. Uh, it doesn't matter what bends or what potholes you come across. You need to stay on 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 target. Um, like, I mean, in 2000, 2018, I moved from KR Group into trailer stuff full time. And uh, if I had known then that we were going to have to deal with uh, a pandemic for two years, uh, Brexit, uh, and a war. Um, I probably wouldn't have made the move, but here we are now and we're still surviving and we, we've managed to be dynamic enough to, to move around obstacles and while retaining our sales and, and keeping, keeping a bit of growth. Um, I suppose it's important just to, to stick with it. You know, there, there's been some seriously hard days, even throughout the, the pandemic was really good to us in terms of so many places were closed our website just went went mental you know our sales just went, went through the roof and we were a lot of time in here working late at night during close downs trying to get parts parceled and out mm -hmm. and it was a completely different type of pressure then um trying to get parts in to replenish stock and so on but we knew that if we could make it work that would be it would be a major um uh, benefit to our company so that that really helped us. But again, just going back to just staying staying on point, like keeping with it. If you do believe in your business, stick stick with it. Keep pushing, and it, and uh, you will get through the hard times. Really good advice. So stick with it. At the same time, be agile to change, move around those potholes and obstacles as they come. But having yeah. the vision there, and I think as well as that, you know, having made the investment in your online side of things, and as you said, they're bringing the third party with regard to your digital. But all of the time, Declan, one thing I love about what you said is that you questioned why when you thought the website or that wasn't working, you questioned yourselves as to why 
And I think that's something always be opening to questioning what you do to see if you can do it better. Declan, it's been fantastic talking to you. I look forward to jumping online to traderstuff.ie um, and, and seeing what you have on offer. You've got a fantastic range of products. I love your partnerships and, and your suppliers, etc. And I wish you the very best. Well, thank you very much, Elaine. And look, at it's uh, very valuable for us to be members of the tribe. And uh, we look forward to working with you for the first year. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars program, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.